Well, with Jane's assistance, Mr. Race staged a big scene for Mr. Neff, trying to convince the old man that Mr. Race was in good financial shape. Mr. Race has a piece of property Mr. Neff is anxious to get, and Mr. Race is holding out for a good price. This episode takes place in the living room of the Ace's bungalow after dinner, and we find Mr. Race telling Marge what happened at his office in the afternoon. Listen. Well, you know, old man Neff, it doesn't take much to get him excited. Yes, I know him, but what I don't know is how Jane got mixed up with this deal of yours in the first place. She didn't know she was getting mixed up with it. She picked him as a prospective signer for that loan company note of hers. Of all people. You said it, of all people, because here I had been putting on a dog with him, telling him I had more ready cash on hand than I knew what to do with, and didn't care if he bought this property or not. And there was Jane ambling over there trying to get him to sign a note for a $100 loan. Well, it's funny now, because it turned out as well as it did, but it... How did you find out that Jane had been to see him? Well, she dropped in at my office this afternoon and casually mentioned that Mr. Neff had turned her down on the nose. She did, huh? Yes. Well, uh, after I came to... I can imagine. Well, I saw what damage she had done, and I understood uh, why Mr. Neff called me, uh, didn't call me on this deal, so I got busy. I had to act fast. I got him on the phone, got him over to the office, and got Jane to tell him that she had been kidding him. Did he believe her? Well, I don't know. We both did a lot of heavy acting. I didn't know if he believed us or not. But you say he closed the deal with you. Yeah, but the reason he did that was because uh, Jane was confusing him. He said that once before she had hoodwinked him out of a deal, and he didn't know just what, what was coming off here, and... Rather than get involved, he wanted to talk business. Well, did you get your price? Well, we compromised. I wanted seven thousand for it. It cost me thirty five hundred. I wanted to double my money. Well, a neat profit there, my friend. Well, I knew you had to have this corner for some development he was planning. Well, what did he offer you? Well, he started at forty five hundred, and we finally settled for fifty five hundred. Well, that's not bad. Oh, I'm not complaining. It was a quick turnover. I only had the property a few days, and when you stop to consider how near I came to missing out entirely when I found out what Jane had done, <laughs> that was a close call. But she atoned for it. Yeah, she did herself proud. In fact, she was so carried away with acting like we had loads of money that she put it on a little too strong. She made me hand over $45 for a coat she wanted to buy. And you handed it over. Well, what else could I do with Mr. Neff standing there staring at us? I had to make an impression. Well, I'm glad you're taking it in that mood. Oh, I'm in a gay mood all right now with the deal put over, and I've got a little surprise for Jane besides. What? Well, uh, well, I didn't say anything to her about it at dinner, but... Well, I'm going to give her a present of $100. $100? You are? Yeah, she'd been wanting to borrow $100 so long, I thought I'd give her 100 She did her bit to put over the deal, even if she did do her best to spoil it at first. Well, I think that's well. You put over your deal and Jane gets her money without having to borrow it and messing around with signers and notes. Here, here she is. Now, don't say anything. Let me tell her. Oh, that Laura. She never gets anything right. Well, what did Laura do now, Dad? Oh, it's what she doesn't do. I told her to keep track of every cent she spends around the house during the week, and she keeps forgetting it. If she'd only write it down. Why doesn't she? I don't know. She just won't. And then every week, like tonight, I have to sit there in the kitchen with her until she remembers where the money went. Honestly, it's like pulling teeth from a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you finally get it straightened out? Well, most of it. What do you mean, most of it? If you're going to keep a budget book, you've got to see to it that it comes out of the penny. Well, it will now. I gave her the 30 cents. You what? You gave her 30 cents? Yes, I had to give her the 30 cents. You had to... What for? To make it come out even for the book. Well, I don't understand. What, what, what... Well, I give her 30 cents. Well, we figured out what she bought this week, like 
soap and a scrubbing brush for the sink, a bottle of glue, and so-so and so-so. Yeah, all right. So what? Well, what you went to buy it, we figured out exactly how much it would all cost, mm-hmm. and it was $2.70. Yeah, $2.70. Well, I gave her $2.70, and she went and bought everything. Yes. Well, just now, when we figured up again how much it all cost, it comes out $3. So I was 30 cents short. 30 cents short? Don't look at me, Marge. I don't know what she's talking about. What do you mean, don't look at you? What's hard about it? We just made a mistake in how much it would cost, that's all. But you say she got everything. That is, Laura went to the store with $2.70, and she got everything you sent her for, didn't she? Yes, but just now when we yeah, figured just it out. now you figured up how much these items cost, and it comes out $3. Is that it? Yes, now you got it. Well, how did Laura get it for two seventy? We don't know. That's the grocer's hard luck. All I know is that I have to write down in my budget book everything she bought and how much it cost. Well, how's it going to look if I write down it cost three dollars and I spent only two dollars and seventy cents? Well, what's the matter with you two? Why is everybody looking at me? Well, I can't grasp it, James. I can. It all adds up to the fact that she can't keep a budget. No, it all adds up to $3. Here it is. It comes out just even. $3. Look. Yeah, you probably added these figures incorrectly. That's oh, what... no. We both did it. You and Love. Uh-huh. Yes. Now, add it up yourself, dear, if you don't believe me. I am. Two forty, sixty, two eighty-five. $3. Yeah, it comes out $3. See, what did I tell you? And I only gave her $2.70. Well, did she spend 30 cents out of her own pocket, Laura? Uh-huh. No, we thought of that, too. She didn't. It's just a mistake, that's all. And the only way to make it come out even is to give her 30 cents. So I did. Well, I do a lot of bookkeeping down at my office, and I've done a lot of jigsaw puzzles in my day. But a thing like this? Well, I don't understand you why you gave her 30 cents. I was 30 cents short. This will show in my book I spent $3, won't it? Yes. But I only spent $2.70. Well, I can't have 30 cents hanging out there somewhere with no place to put it. So the place to put it is Laura's pocketbook. Well, after all, she's the one that made the mistake. Oh, she made the mistake. Yes. Mm. So as a reward, she gets the 30 cents. And that's why you always come out in the red every week. In the red? What do you mean? I mean, that's why you come out with a loss every week. Who? Well, let me tell you something, dear. I've worked my head to the bone around his house for the past two weeks. And last week I had a profit. So I thought, well, that was an accident, I said to myself. Well, I tried again this week. And how would you like to know that I finally came out with a profit again? Put that in your hat and smoke it. <laughs> you, you came out with a profit? Surprised, huh? I should say I am, if it's true. What do you mean, if it's true? I Well, tell after you... the way you figured out this thing about Laura, I don't know. How much of a profit? Never mind how much. It's a profit. That's all I care. Is it much? Never mind how much. Well, why the secret? Let me see your book. Oh, no. You said this is my business. Well, I'm telling you I had a profit. That's all you have to know. Mm, Well, I hope so. I'd give anything to know how much it is. Never mind how much it is. And you've been so busy around here trying to borrow $100 to balance the budget, and all the time your budget didn't need balancing. You've had a profit. Yes, that kind of upsets me at first. That is when I thought I was going to get the $100. Oh, it upsets you? Yes, because I was going to borrow to pay my losses. Then all of a sudden, I start having a profit. More things happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, speaking of a hundred dollars. What? Oh, I was talking to Ace. Um, uh-huh. 
Speaking of a hundred dollars... Oh, yes. Uh, oh, before I do that, I just got an idea. Now, don't back out. I'm not backing out. The idea is a connection with this hundred dollars. Uh, What's going on here? What are you two talking about? Uh, Jane, I, I think that keeping a budget book is a little too involved for you. That's right. I mean, uh, you have to enter what you spend, and it entails a lot of bookkeeping. There's a much simpler way. What way? Well, I think you might be wise to start a checking account. A checking account? What do you mean? Well... Oh, I don't think that would be so wise. Now, wait a minute, Mars. What do you mean, dear? Well, it's simply this. I <clears throat> I put over this deal with Mr. Neff. Yeah? And you had something to do with helping me put it over. I did? Well, sure. You were there, and, <clears throat> well, uh, I'm going to give you a little present. You are? What kind of a present? A hundred dollars. Uh, yes, you've been carrying on around here the past week or so trying to borrow $100, so I thought... Uh, you are not. Yes, I am. I thought it was only fair that... A hundred dollars? You are not. Yes, I said I oh, was. dear, I never dreamed Oh, no, Jane, is that a way to accept a hundred dollars? Oh, I can't help it. It's so sad. Well, Jane, you'll get used to it. Well, I you? just forgot that I was even trying to borrow the money. I didn't dream that you were going to give to me. A hundred dollars. You are not. Listen, you're going to have me convinced in a minute. Oh, no, Jane, careful. Don't talk yourself out now, of it. Now, look, Jane, here's what I think you ought to do with it. Start a bank account. Not a savings account, a checking account. The hundred will be your first deposit. And with what I give you every week and with what Marge pays you, you can keep track on check stubs just how you stand. Pay your bills with a check. But I never wrote a check. Well, I don't think you'll have much trouble learning. The trouble she'll have is learning when not to. Well, oh. I don't know how to start a checking account. What do you have to do? Well, it's simple. You take the $100 to the bank and deposit it, just like you would do in a savings account. They give you a checkbook, and you keep track on the stubs, what you spend and what you put in. I think a checking account will be just what you need. It'll give you a sort of a responsibility. I don't know what to do. How do you start I'm it? I'm telling you. If you want me to, I'll go with you, Jack. All right. Uh, when are you going to give it to me, dear? Well, I'll write a check tonight if you like. You'll write a check? Well, whose checking account is this going to be? <laughs> it's yours. I'll write you a check on my bank, I mean. Then you take the check and deposit it in your bank. That starts you off with $100, and you can draw checks against my check. Sort of check to check? Sort of check. No. In fact, if you keep an accurate checkbook, you won't have to keep your budget at all. Give up my budget book. Well, sure, this takes the place of it. After all, you only keep track of everything you take in and everything you spend. Oh, I couldn't give it up now, dear, especially since I've been doing so good. Just when I start having a profit, you want Oh, let her keep the budget book, too, if she wants to. Sure, dear, let me keep the budget book, too, if I want to. Look, this week is just over tonight, and I come out with a profit. Now, how much, Jane? Oh, well, not a whole lot, maybe. I don't like that, not a whole lot. It must only be a little bit. Oh, well, what difference does it make? As long as it's the profit. I've been in the red so long, like you just called it. Well, now that you're in the black, I think the first thing you ought to do is buy yourself a fresh bottle of black ink. Spend money on a bottle of ink? Yes. What? And be in the red again? Oh, uh, no. In the red? <laughs> uh, how much profit have you got there? Anyhow, let me see that. <laughs> Well, it's easy to see that Jane's profit she's bragging about isn't very much if the purchase of a bottle of ink will put her back in the rest. But now she goes in for a bank account. We learn more about it when next we meet the Easy Aces.